Hello, and welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Phil Harvey. I am an editor here at Light Reading. I'm Jeff Baumgartner, senior editor at Light Reading. And I'm Mike Dano, also an editor here at Light Reading. Excellent. Uh, welcome, gentlemen. We are uh, here today to discuss, uh, well, we were going to make it a big 5G event recap since we uh, just finished up with that event uh, all, already. It's been a week ago. Uh, but um, there's so much event news in general, and we're in the busiest time of year for events. I thought we should probably broaden our discussion a little bit, maybe talk a little bit about uh, uh, the events business and what's happening uh, around us and with trade shows and whatnot, in addition to uh, what our observations were at uh, a big-ish live event that we actually got to go to, um, which, you know is the first one in quite quite a while. Um, one of the things I, uh, I'll lead with is, uh, you know, in the keynote session on the first day, I did ask in the, you know, for a show of hands in the audience, who had, who, who was uh, attending an event for the first time in at least, uh, you know, 12 to 18 months, about 90% of the people there uh, raised their hand. So big 5G was really the first toe back in the water for a lot of folks. Um, so, uh, you know, if you, if you're curious about what our coverage of the event was, please do go to lightreading.com. We did plenty of big 5g event coverage, um, for you to, uh, consume there. But, uh, I'm curious about, uh, whether you guys were, uh, you know, now that we're back from big 5g, uh, and, and we're sort of settling down, we're looking ahead to the rest of the year and we're getting kind of a mixed bag. Um, and I'm, I'm curious if you guys are surprised at some of the trade show news that's been uh, developing in the last, uh, you know, couple of days. Yeah, I think the, you know, the one that just came up, you know, just most recently was what's going on with SCT and Cable Tech Expo. You know, the original plan was to do kind of a hybrid event, you know, where you still had an online component, but you had uh, a number of people they're on site in Atlanta. And then, yeah, they just announced that they're going to shift gears and go all virtual, you know, decision driven by, you know, the current, you know, surge in infections, you know, the Delta variant and so forth, and, and maybe some other corporate restrictions on, on travel in general yeah. that would, would kind of affect all that. So, uh, you know, I would say, I mean, I wasn't really surprised. I mean, there have been some rumors kind of circulating, uh, for a few weeks about how this this might go. Um, yeah, I mean, it's understandable. Disappointing, just the same. I mean, I was kind of looking forward to having some in-person, uh, you know, discussion and getting a chance, you know, to see some of the products and the equipment, uh, you know, firsthand. And, and yeah. you know, especially the ones that were kind of focused on Doxus 4.0. And then other trade shows, you know, NAB apparently is still going to happen. In October, but you have to show proof of uh, vaccination and CES 2022 is, you know, that that's kind of the model that they're approaching for now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I'll note that uh, I just got a note in my inbox about the GSMA uh, saying this exact same thing about Mobile World Congress Los Angeles. So now they are requiring uh, to show proof of vaccination to attend Mobile World Congress LA. Um that was not required for the for the big 5G event. And I personally think that was a, a kind of a failure on the events part. 
um, you know, for not requiring vaccinations. I think, I, I think it would have, uh, made people feel more comfortable, more safe being there in person. I don't think there was any big downside to it because they were, they were expecting a drop off of attendees anyway, for all the reasons Jeff just mentioned. Uh, you know, a lot of corporate policies are still, are, are going to err on the side of being careful because they want to avoid the liability. I think you take away one more reason not to go somewhere when you uh, require vaccination. So I, I was kind of disappointed in the big 5G event for not requiring vaccinations. It kind of made the event a little, you know, a tad more uncomfortable for those of us who did attend because we were, uh, you know, having to really take that all on ourselves. Um, Mike, you've written really eloquently about, you know, what it takes to return to trade shows. Um, are you seeing any of those boxes ticked or uh, yeah, you know, know, the, well, the ones coming up? I know we've, it's been interesting to watch this whole thing unfold. And I have to say, just last night, my uh, wife and I went out to a show that was requiring proof of vaccination. And that was the first time I've actually pulled out that little vaccination hmm. card that I have. Um, and you had to show it at the door or you could show, um, I don't think they were accepting negative tests. I think you had to be vaccinated. Hmm. Um, and then apparently you can put it in, here in Colorado. There's a like an app that the state runs that you can put your proof of vaccination into that. So you don't have to carry the card around. Okay. Um, which I tried yesterday afternoon and could not, I <laughs> could not make it work. Uh, huh. There's all kinds of registration stuff you had to do. And I just, I'm, I'm terrible at filling out forms, so I, I couldn't get it going, <laughs> but um, anyway, that, that was interesting. And, and yeah, you're right. I think uh, this proof of vaccination is, is definitely going to be a thing going forward. And actually, um, I just finished talking to, you know, speaking of SCTE, mm-hmm. I just finished talking to the um, the folks over at the CCA, the Competitive Carriers Alliance. Uh, they, they represent um, a bunch of the smaller wireless network operators all over the U.S. They've got a show in Phoenix uh, starting on September 20th. They are requiring vaccinations or um, proof of negative test within three days. Okay. So they'll have those two things. And, and that's like one of several things they're going to try to do. The other thing that they said they're going to do is they've got a show floor and you can only walk through it one way. So you can't wander around the show floor. You have to like go through the uh, show floor maze. There's a path. One way, I guess, <laughs> which which he was saying that the, the exhibitors are excited about because it like it means that you have to go past every single. Yeah, place. you have to pass through the booth. <laughs> yeah. So he, he, he says, oh, that might be a thing we'll keep, you know, indefinitely. Uh, um, yeah, I, for, that's interesting. Um, go yeah. ahead. Sorry, I cut yeah, you off. I, was... I mean, they're they're expecting a little bit lower turnout, but he's you know, they're they're maintaining, maintaining, ret- retaining hope, which is, I think, what we're all doing. I think I don't know about you, but I, I've had my fill of virtual trade shows. I'm ready to get yeah. back out there. Yeah, I don't care yeah. how we do it. I'll wear my pants on my head. I'll turn my, sho- my shoes and out. I'll, I'll do whatever they tell me to. Please, please, somebody put that in your press pass <laughs> yes. requirements. Proof of um, vaccination and pants on the head are the, yeah, yeah. the requirements. You know, I, I feel yeah. like it would take us exactly yeah. one trade show and we'd be right there doing that too. Um, the, <laughs> there, there, there's a, a couple of things you brought up there that are interesting. First of all, I'm, I'm not sure that air molecules obey those arrows that are on the floor when they yeah, exactly. the, the thing. So, so that might be a problem since this is a, a you know, disease passed with, you know, as, uh, ex, what do you call it? Ex, exhalations. I, or I love whatever. that it was, uh, I think it was Ian Morris said it, it's passed a gob to gob, mouth to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so 
can't you can't put your mouth on. Yeah, it's it's uh, what they call as aerosols. You know, it's like little little super tiny, barely perceptible droplets is how it gets uh, gets out there. But anyway, that that aside, I do actually like the idea. Well, first of all, good for them, CCA for requiring vaccinations. I think it's a smart idea. Like I said, it just I think it just lowers the um, the anxiety level of everybody who's attending. Um, yeah, I, I think I that's really the first step you have as an event company is to think about your attendees as opposed to like, uh, you know, what your food costs are or what, or what your, you know, what, what your margins are for this or that. It's, uh, you know, because when you start thinking of it in terms of your audience, you actually immediately make better decisions, uh, you know, as far as their health and safety and stuff like that. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm. I I enjoyed the big 5G event for being, you know, for uh, being an in-person event. Uh, it, it was great to catch up, uh, you know, with, well, with you all and also with uh, some of the folks in the industry um, in person. And, and it was also, it kind of reminded me of how many conversations that you have are not um, on the uh that are not not necess- the opportunity to have such conversations is not necessarily possible when you're when you're both locked away in offices and you're only yeah. communicating by Zoom and stuff. Yeah, like those those hallway conversations are are uh, for me. I I discovered they're absolutely critical. I didn't realize yeah. how critical they were until I could not have them anymore. And yeah. now, especially at the big five G, I I ran into a bunch of different people in the hallways and had you know great conversations and got lots of good tips about all kinds of stuff um, that that I just wouldn't, you just can't get that at it. Well, at least right now, the way they do it, you can't get those at virtual events. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen a good, a good uh, way to substitute for that on a virtual platform anywhere. It really doesn't work. And when it, when they try to do that, it feels forced. It doesn't seem to, um, to, to, to flow as nicely. Um, I mean, a great example of that is like, if you, if you get a speaking slot or, you know, you're on a panel or something like that, just the randomness of, bumping into people in speaker ready rooms and, you know, uh, waiting areas and things like that is incredibly valuable. And I, I intentionally, you know, hang out in those areas because I'm, I know I'm going to run into people that I want to talk to and I want to hear from, you know, about what their companies are doing. Um, the, uh, uh, so yeah, there's, a, so there's a number of events that are still going on. So SCT of course has decided to go all virtual, but there's a number of events like GSMA, CCA, and some others that are still going on that are requiring vaccines. Um, one thing that did work well, I think, in the program itself at the big 5G event was this hybrid uh, execution. So having people both attend online and participate in the event online, in addition to having people there in person that are also participating in the event um, did you guys feel like that? Uh, I, I thought it worked well. Did you guys, uh, you know, from an attendee yeah. point of view, think it worked really well on site? Yeah, I thought um, I thought it worked better than I kind of expected it to. Quite honestly, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is going to be glitchy and, you know, it's yeah, going to be all yeah. problematic. And, and uh, of course, when it's not, you're kind of pleasantly surprised in a way. Um, I mean, it wasn't always perfect, of course, but, uh, you know, I didn't see a lot of latency issues, you know, between the live audience and, and the people who were kind of remoting in. Um, you know, I think, you know, it seemed like the sound quality of some of the people on stage and those that were zooming in on kind of the virtual side that you would have kind of uh, some gaps there. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, 
not entirely off-putting, but, you know, something that you notice. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I guess, you know, if this is going to be, uh, you know, a model that's going to kind of not take over, but maybe become more commonplace, uh, you know, it might make sense to, you know, hey, let's invest a little bit more on the virtual audio side. Because uh, Zoom, you know, is a great tool, you know, for in-home conferencing and stuff like that. But when you kind of put it on like a big stage, you know, I think yeah, that's, uh, you know, where uh, you have people in the audience uh, listening in. You know, that just might be an area to, to focus on if there's like an area that you could change or improve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the quality varied from attend, you know, person yeah. to person as, in terms of like what they were what they were equipped with at home, and that kind of came through uh, in their presentation. That's another you know interesting kind of side effect. But it's like you know if you're having to do this for a living for some reason, you know, it, it does help to invest and in, uh, you know throw a couple of bucks down for some some decent gear because that does you know allow you the range to be able to attend you know really high end events and also just do regular you know kind of um, inter office stuff or conference calls or what have you. Um, uh, I didn't, yeah, I, I think the execution on site was really done well. Um, I did notice that, uh, th- that, and, and I think I, 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 uh, attribute this to the element of surprise. I do think a lot of people decided not to go at the last minute and went virtual. And I think that that ended up with some rather awkward positionings in terms of stage presence. So there was at least one panel that I was aware of where um, the person hosting the panel was there and all four of his panelists or five of his panelists were all on Zoom windows behind him. (laughs) (laughs) Completely awkward, totally random. Um, Seems like something that should have been mitigated or, or, you know, adjusted uh, at at some point. I I also, uh, you know, think the hybrid thing did as well as it worked on site, it was just as big of a mess off site. So I think um, when uh, in the weeks leading up to the event, um, I was made aware of a bunch of people that had to do their panels essentially twice, once mm-hmm. for a virtual audience and once for an in-person audience. Yeah. And they expressed a bit of dismay at how disjointed that was because in each setting, they were paired with different panelists answering different questions. And so the two hmm. programs didn't really sync up at all. Um, you know, they, they, they wow. And, and <laughs> that is something. Yeah. So there was, there was essentially, they were essentially doing two panels for one show and, but only, but aware that only half the audience is going to be aware of one of the panels, you know, because, you know, unless you hmm. actually go on the event app and dig through all of it, which I still haven't been able to get into swap card. I've- so that's the uh, that's the big five G multiverse, right? That's yeah, what yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, those it's, are the variant variant next- versions of people and. Yeah. Next I wonder level. about that. Yeah, what if I answered in the affirmative on this panel and <laughs> yeah. then denied it on the other panel? You yeah, know? well, maybe yeah, you did that. You could turn it into something, and you know, somebody kind of purposefully you know throws these little Easter eggs on uh, right things yeah. and, and make them watch both, and then. See how many times did um, so and so contradict himself, and you know, <laughs> if you're within the range of you know two or three, you win a t-shirt. Yeah. Getting the, yeah. but getting back to the attendee, I, I think that's where that's where the whole like uh, having having to do everything twice is is a is a big uh, it, it's a big ask for the attendees, but it's also like um, 
a really strange thing to follow as a, a you know as a spectator it's hard hard to know which thing to to see which you know what what's important now since they've both been done and they've both been done with different panelists and one was live and one was in person you know so it's hard to hard to tell what uh uh, uh what the game plan was there. Um, uh, the other thing was, yeah, just generally I, I, uh, uh, the platforms themselves are not as easy to get into as one would think. Um, so, I mean, I register for tons of events. I have to use, I have like 15 different apps over the pandemic that I've downloaded over the, <laughs> yeah, for various virtual events. I am completely tired of all of them and I generally don't participate in them in person. I now just sort of dial in and look at things after the fact. Um, I don't know, dialing in maybe is an antiquated way of saying it, but, um, but yeah, swap card, uh, uh, I'll call them out. Uh, they're one of the more confusing platforms in terms of login. I, I've, I've, I've been to four or five events that have used them. And every time I log into swap card, I am presented with information from exactly the wrong event or an event that happened a year ago or an event that I signed up for and never attended or whatever. Um, they don't seem to know how to deal with the idea that one person might actually go to more than one event in their lifetime. Um, so, or, or the, the date, you know, if the date is today, I would want to go to the one that's today, not next week. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> um, but yeah, time no, travel is also an element, oh, I guess. Hello, Mr. Dano. Do you remember <laughs> 1984? You know, I mean, here's your, you know, like just yeah. throwing some random event at but, you. And like, I get it that you'd want an app that you could, you know, you could use, you could use to interact with speakers or whatever. Like I, I, I get the, the theory. It's just a, a lot of the stuff is the execution is just a little, a little bit off, but I get, yeah. I get the, I, like, I understand what they're trying to do. Yeah. 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 I, I, I like the idea of, of it I more than I do the, yeah, the, than the execution of it. And I feel like there's so many, um, there's so many tools that we already use in our various offices that I don't understand why they're not just using a super powered version of what everybody else is already doing to augment that event presentation. Yeah. In other It'd words, be great to just go to like LinkedIn or something that I already have. Yeah. I'm already on Whatever. LinkedIn, you know, open a know. Slack channel. There you go. Yeah took care of that. Ask me a question there, you know, um, or a teams, yeah. whatever the teams calls it, the teams, what container, I don't something, know, right. something confusing, yeah. but anyway, uh, yeah, the tech part is, is still, I, I prefer in-person events for that obvious reason. It right. takes me, you can just wait bit. until the end of the session and then go up and ask the person a question. <laughs> exactly. And that well, is yeah. so much easier. Well, one interesting, uh, you know, you kind of bring that up. One aspect of big five G was, uh, the use of, uh, you know, digital, uh, name tags to get in yeah. and out of the sessions. Mm -hmm. So people, you know, they're just, you know, just walking around anonymously for the most part, because, you, you know, the typical onsite trade show, if you're, you know, the eyes kind of, you know, look down at uh, name tags to see if mm -hmm. this is a person I need to, to corner. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Essentially yeah. now, you know, you can, uh, people are just kind of walking around freely. Um, people floating around in anonymity. Yeah. Their giant, uh, <laughs> you know, giant yeah. placard, uh, yeah. that they have to wear. Mm -hmm. I mean, see, I blame, maybe you can do your the, own, but your own name tag, but I blame uh, the events yeah. marketing folks for that too, at the, at the very large events, because, yeah. uh, uh, they sell those things out with sponsorship placements and stuff like that. And so every year yeah. they would just get more and more gigantic. 
and and hilarious and Billboard silly to, to put on you. Yeah. You'd have badges and ribbons and all that, depending on what you were doing. You look like mm-hmm. a, uh, either a, a you had robbed a Boy Scout awards drawer or something like that. You know, to, to, <laughs> before you turned up at the at the damned event, and you got uh, your camping uh, merit badge. That's awesome. Yeah, that's oh. right. Oh, you can cool. build a campfire. Great. <laughs> Um, and also a speaker, you know, it's a, it's the, it's a really, I'm glad that went digital, but yeah, you're right. It does take away the, uh, the ability to kind of spot somebody at a company and say like, Oh, right. Name to a face. I've, I've Mm -hmm. read your stuff or I've, you know, then whatever. So I guess we're going to have to get better at, at some sort of offline a way to prep for events so we know who's who's in the room. So yeah. I think we're definitely like I I expect 100% we're all going to buy our own name tags and yeah. like name tag flare <laughs> is going to be a thing so that you always have a name tag. And then the other thing I think is we're going to have uh, vaccinated pins. Yeah. You'll or t-shirts that say I am vaccinated. Yeah. And so that'll like that's a, you know, you'll just wear that all the time now, I think. Yeah, maybe we can get uh yeah, some some sort of a uh, uh, and then maybe that'll end up being branded too. So I'll have mm-hmm. to, I'll have uh, above all else I'll have a Pfizer logo on me at all times for some reason. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. A just, Pfizer. Yeah, I know. This is all this is all going to get sold somehow, but uh uh but yeah, there's I don't know, there's a little bit more uh of I guess thought that could go into it, but I did think back though. I, I have kept some name badges from various shows I've been to in the, you know, in the, in the far distant past. And it seems like, um, it seemed like the trend for a while there was to have actual, um, small, cool looking, you know, things, uh, you know, name badges. Um, so maybe we could just go back to that without all the sponsorship stuff and things like that. Maybe it could just be a nice discreet name badge with a little, uh, scan, uh, uh, thing on it so that people could get more information by scanning and, you know, all that stuff. Um, I don't know, maybe, uh, anyway, uh, any last, uh, thoughts as we are, uh, um, kind of wrapping this up, it, uh, what do you think is going to kind of happen in the next, uh, you know, six months or so, uh, assuming that the variant in the U S kind of stays about where it is. Um, you know, like it's, it seems like it's, spiked in as many places that it's going to spike. It seems like mitigation efforts are are happening, but they're very slow to take on. So it's going to be several months of kind of moving the numbers back down to a more tolerable level. Assuming another variant doesn't come along that's even worse, uh, do you think we'll kind of be in this uh, holding pattern for uh, trade shows for a bit? Yeah. Um, well, it's weird because every time you try to predict you know, yeah. what's going to happen. Oh, well, by this fall, everything will be great. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah, and something happens and you kick the can down the road again. But, you know, I, I, um, we'll see. I think uh, NAB and, and uh, CES are pretty uh, uh, tied pretty in. Pretty large sample sizes. Yeah, right they're there. pretty tied into this, yeah. you know, show, show your proof of uh, vaccination. Um, but, uh, you know, I would say, you know, if we're if things go well, you know it'll be next spring, you know. But you know we could be talking next fall too, you know. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I hope it doesn't go that far. But uh, before we're at like a an event that has like eighty percent of the attendance yeah, that it used to have, yeah. that's maybe of thing. maybe a year for that. Yeah, I, I would like to be optimistic and say the spring, but <laughs> yeah, as soon as you say it, you know something happens. 
Well, I'm worried about the winter time too, because that's how that that's yeah. going going into January, February was when the you know the last round of uh, right. huge spikes kind of happened across the U.S. And so I, I I do I do wonder about that in terms of once we get out of the fall, go into the winter, is it actually going to get worse for a while before it starts to taper off again? Yeah. Mike, any yeah. thoughts on where I we're know, going? I'm- I'm hoping, you know, we will get the booster shots and that'll do it. And, uh, yeah. you know, we'll wear masks and that'll help. I, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever they suggest that I do. I'm not, I'm no, you know, expert on infectious diseases. So I'll listen to the experts. I'll do what they say. And, um, you know, if they say, go ahead and travel, I'll, I'll go ahead and go to the shows. Like I, I like going to the shows. I want to go to the shows. And, you know, in my mind, the only, the, the, the most important thing is that the kids stay in school. If, yeah. If, if the kids stay in school, then we are good and um, everything else can start happening. And and so yeah. that that's sort of my guiding light. We'll, we'll keep the kid. We'll do what we need to do. Keep kids in school. Everything else is gravy. Yep. I, uh, I totally agree with that. And I think from there, we will uh, uh, we will leave it. Uh, we'll, we'll leave the conversation there for now. Of course, we'll continue to write about it and cover it online at lightreading.com. Uh, to Jeff Baumgartner, thank you for being on this uh, podcast. His uh, video dropped out there, so uh, uh, I'm, I'm imagining he's uh, uh, doing a "Can you hear me now?" Uh, thing into his camera at the moment. <laughs> Mike, thanks for uh, uh, for being on, and uh, thanks uh, to all of you for listening and/or watching at home. Take it, uh, take care, wear your mask when you have to, and uh, just be careful out there. <laughs> Wear your pants on your head. <laughs> <laughs>